Snapshot, a look at the team that makes Colonial Church happen. Here we will speak to the members of our team about what part they play, and more importantly, how they are refreshed by serving others. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Snapshot from Colonial Church. Chris here, and today I'm super excited because I am joined by McKenna Hazel, who is an amazing member of the team here at Colonial Church. She participates in worship and youth house and kids, all kinds of ministries. And she just actually has an amazing story that she shares with us today and just some, brings some great perspective to what serving in the house of the Lord really looks like and what it does for you as an individual and as well for others. So I hope you guys lean in and enjoy this. McKenna Hazel. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm really excited. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah? Are you a little nervous about a podcast? Maybe a little bit nervous. This is my first time doing something like this. But. It's not radio or anything, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> messing up live. Right. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, yeah, it's super awesome to have you here. Uh, first of all, let's just start off. Who Who are you? What, what What's your story? Well, my name is McKenna Hazel. Yeah, um, I'm 17 years old, and I am a I'm a current student at Flagler College. Freshman, right? Yes, a freshman. 2020 was your freshman year. Yes, that's pretty intense. I would imagine very intense. It was weird. So I actually, and I graduated high school a year early. Yeah. So I didn't wasn't really planned. It was kind of a last minute, couple months before graduation, decided that I could graduate early and wanted to apply for Flagler. Um, but I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. It's been a weird first college experience I for can sure. Um, but honestly, I think I wouldn't have it any other way because I wouldn't have met the people that I've met, um, wouldn't have the roommate that I have. So I'm that's really amazing. grateful. Yeah. And your family lives here in town, right? Yes, they okay. do. Um, that's cool. Cause yeah, I, I, of course they do. They, they're a huge part of our church. What am I thinking? Um, <laughs> so yeah, awesome. Freshman in college, yes. getting into the swing of things, um, but you know what? I'm trying to figure out how you actually do school because I see you here <laughs> literally all hours of the day. Yes. And I, when I say here, I mean here at the church. Right. I honestly don't know how I do it either. Only by <laughs> grace of God. <laughs> but this is honestly, Colonial is my happy place. Like I honestly wouldn't rather, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's amazing. I just love it here. Um, you're involved in like a ton of ministries. Uh, what, which ones are they? So I am uh, involved in a lot of the worship team. So I help on Sundays and on exchange nights with the college ministry on youth house nights. And then also when we do all in kids worship services. And I'm also a youth house leader. Oh, well, just, just a few things. <laughs> just, just a couple, you know, you're preaching probably soon coming up, <laughs> I would imagine. That's amazing. Um, I have to ask like, why all those things? Is it just like you feel called to every one of them or do you have a lot of fun with it? What's going on there? Well, I've felt the call to ministry on my life probably since I was about 10 years old. So this is- <laughs> Wait, no. Okay. 10? 10. Yes. That's when I kind of started doing music and started doing worship. And I just instantly was like, yeah, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's amazing. Yeah. I I don't know. That's just how it happened. And so I've known that for a long time now. And worship has obviously been a huge passion of mine. And 
I love Youth House because I grew up going to youth group yeah. all through my middle school and high school years. And that was such a huge part of my life. So the fact that I get to be there and maybe help mentor some of the students growing up, kind of do the same thing that was done to me is really, really amazing. Wow, that's so cool. I'm still kind of hung up on the 10 years old thing. I can't, <laughs> I think at 10, I still wanted to be like an astronaut ninja or something. <laughs> and you're like, no, nah, I'm going to ministry. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I've got a calling in my life. God, it's place. Ugh, goals, that's incredible. How? So I have to ask then, with that, when feeling that calling early on, how did that shape your teenage years? Were you just like constantly in church? Because I mean, you're 17. So how long have you been coming to Colonial? I've been coming to Colonial since July, 2019. Okay. So about so a year and a half. About a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So you've been involved in churches outside of Colonial, I'm assuming yes. your whole life. Yes. And so were you just like one of those like church rats? You're just always there? Basically, yes. That's I was amazing. just always, since basically since I was probably 10 or 11, I was just always at church wow. doing whatever I could. That's incredible. That's so cool. That's so encouraging to hear, especially for, you know, young people to not be scared to kind of step into that mm-hmm. um, when they feel that calling. I mean, yeah. my son is, my oldest son, he's going to be nine this year. And I can't imagine how cool it would be, if he, <laughs> you know, to feel that call. That's yeah. that's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about a few of the ministries that you're involved with. I'm going to talk about worship for a little bit. Okay. You are a piano player, you're a worship leader, you're a guitar player. I'm sure you could probably play drums if we asked you to. Definitely not drums. No? Absolutely not. I have no rhythm in that area whatsoever. <laughs> um, ah, we could, you could probably learn. Your brother. My brother. Those. That's why I have a brother that can play drums because it worked out the entire time. We would just grow up playing music together and he would take care of the drums because I cannot do it. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You guys are like a two-man band just <laughs> ready to go. Um, okay. So you, you, like I said, you're involved in a lot of aspects of worship. Um, what does worship mean for you? Like when you participate in worship on Sunday platform or at mm-hmm. exchange or youth house, how, how, does, how do you get served out of that? That's or really, how do you get filled, I should rather say? That's a really good question. Um, and that's something that I contemplate daily and that I've, I've thought about since I started doing worship when I was yeah. 10 or 11, because obviously, you know, to be doing it for this long and this for this much of my life, even though I'm only 17, um, it means a whole lot to me. Yeah. And honestly, there's nothing like the feeling of just being in the presence of God mm-hmm. and and through worship. Like I've heard God speak to me and have things change in my life in worship. Like those are the most like prominent moments in my life and mm-hmm. most um, important decisions that I've made or things revealed to me have happened while I'm in the, worshiping in the presence of God. That's amazing. And so I just know that I get so filled up every time I worship because yeah. there's just that closeness to God. And also I think the community aspect is such a huge, huge part of it. Like getting to be there with my church family is yeah. so amazing. Like that we're all, we've all got this one goal in mind, right? So we're all different, we're all unique. Mm-hmm. And we've all got our own dreams and ideas, but we come together to just form this like beautiful harmony, um, just praising God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so beautiful that we're all here to just to glorify God and to love each other. Even though we've got a lot of differences, um, there's just something about that unity and that oneness. Kind yeah. of, I think it talks about that in Philippians, you know, that, that one mind, one spirit. And I feel like Colonial just epitomizes that. That's amazing. I love that, you know, you touched on just kind of this like oneness that occurs during worship. And it's mm-hmm. really interesting because I've been actually thinking about this a lot lately. Worship it's so funny that we get so filled up from worship and worship is such a big part of our house here at Colonial. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like worship is 
us praising God. Like it's meant to be adoration for right. the Lord. But instead, at the same time, we get filled up yes. and the Holy Spirit moves. And that to me is just like one of the wonders of worship in, uh, in general and, you know, the mm. Holy Spirit and how he moves. But I love that our church embraces that. Right. And you're such a vital part of that. I've seen you like on platform just lean in in an amazing way. And it's, I think, I mean, let's let's talk about it for a minute, but you know, you are, you've said it, you're 17. Um, there is a lot of people who have spent their whole lives trying to lead worship like you do, and you're doing it at 17. Do you feel a lot of pressure from that? So I do, and that's, you know, kind of one thing is that I'm, I'm an Enneagram one. Oh, and I'm a perfectionist. Oh, we're get into that. Yes. Okay, got it. <laughs> so I'm a huge perfectionist. And so God, that's- There are so many people that love Enneagrams at our church. Oh, yes. It's weird. Strange passion of mine. <laughs> um, I could talk about it forever, but I won't. Um, they're, so I'm a perfectionist. And so growing up, you know, and being in church and worship, I have always felt, because I put a lot of pressure on myself and I'm hard on myself already. And yeah. I, I am a perfectionist. So I think what's been so amazing about worship that's so different is that like perfection isn't expected mm -hmm. at all because yes, God's perfect, but we're not, and we're not called to be God. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's so amazing because, you know, I, I can remember specifically, um, I think it was maybe a couple Sundays ago or something, I was playing keys and, you know, mistakes are bound to happen. Mess ups happen. We're not perfect. And I think I remember I hit like a wrong chord, like a very wrong chord yes. during like a quiet moment. So oh. like <laughs> obvious, very obvious. Those are it the was best me. times to hit a wrong note. <laughs> so obvious it was me. And I remember I, I looked over the MD and the rest of the band, you know, kind of like, oh my gosh, that yeah. just happened. And I remember them just like smiling, like little, like soft giggles. And I was like, oh, right. Like there's no pressure. Like there's not, nobody's expecting you to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's so amazing about serving here as well is that like perfection isn't expected. The pressure's mm -hmm. off. And also it's because we're here to glorify God and he doesn't expect us to be perfect at all. He wants whatever we have to bring him. That's amazing. You know, and he loves no matter what, if we play the wrong chord, you know, as long as we're doing it for him, he doesn't care. Yeah. And so I think that's so amazing. And it's amazing to be a part of a community that doesn't put pressure on you. It yeah. doesn't, expect you to be perfect. That's amazing. I love that you bring up that, you know, perfection isn't something we're going for because that's a big mm -hmm. hallmark of our house. We we talk about bringing excellence to the table, not perfection. Right. Um, and, you know, when you're prepared and when you, we have rehearsals and you get, you practice at home and everything like that, that prepares you for excellence, but it's, mm -hmm. there's never an expectation of perfection. Um, and having, you know, sitting in the back as I do in production, sitting mm -hmm. in the booth and watching the worship team prepare and everything there is and you've, you've touched on it there's an amazing commitment to just being authentic yes and i think you've embraced that really well and what's again it's so cool to see you have that perspective at 17 and i guess it comes from you know being in church your whole life mm -hmm. essentially um but be willing to just like you know I've seen people freak out when they play a wrong chord. <laughs> and I could tell, you know, I've, I've seen it happen. Yes. And when that happens, it snowballs into, I'm playing more and more wrong chords. Mm -hmm. But you you just embrace it. You're just like, nope, there it is. I play that jazz chord. Oh, yes. And that's <laughs> just a lot of learning. And that's just why, you know, I'm so grateful to be a part of this community that doesn't expect perfection. But that also gives opportunities, yeah. you know, and, and to 17-year-olds, which is just crazy. Like the, the fact that I get these opportunities to just do what I love yeah. has such a blessing. And That's I'm so, so grateful for that. So I guess that would definitely be an encouragement you would say to other people who are looking to get involved is like, don't worry about being perfect. Yes, you know? exactly. Like the pressure's off. You don't need to worry about being perfect or, you know, caring what other people think about you because there's 
there's authenticity here. There's realness here and things happen and, but it's just all a part of it and it's what makes it fun and exciting and, That's awesome. and different. Um, okay. So we talked about worship a little bit. I want to talk about youth house because mm-hmm. youth house is like this low key army oh, being yes. raised up here in the home, in the house. And I, I am kind of scared and horrified of <laughs> the the power that is held within youth house. Yes. What is it like serving in youth house? Oh my goodness. I don't even know if there's words to put to that, but it is so much fun. It's chaotic and crazy. Like Wednesday nights are honestly like my favorite night of the week <laughs> because you never know what to expect. You never know what's going to happen. You guys did a scavenger hunt in downtown St. Augustine, if I remember correctly, last night. We did. I am in so much pain. <laughs> we ran around downtown and just circled the whole city maybe three or four times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen so scavengers hunts. I've seen paint wars that you guys yes. do. If I'm not mistaken, there are two unbuilt skateboard ramps sitting in the back right now that are, are about to be a part of Youth House. Yes. So um, you're just in for the chaos. You just oh, love absolutely. It. I love it. And that's the thing is, you know, because I'm the Enneagram one, the perfectionist, you know, I love everything to be orderly and like <laughs> go as planned and nothing goes as planned at Youth House. I mean, things do, but there's lots of unexpected things that happen. So I think that like excites me a little bit that it doesn't always go to plan and that's why it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's it's the students that really make it what it is, which is amazing. That's so cool. I love that God has that amazing sense of irony where he puts <laughs> right. a passion on your life for something that is so antithetical <laughs> to everything. You're like, exactly. I want everything to be perfect in order. Welcome to Youth House. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so cool. So you serve there on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. and you're a leader there. And then you also participate in All In Kids, yes. which is our once a month, like kids worship session. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that like? Cause that has to be a little bit different than leading worship on a platform on Sunday. Yes, it is extremely different. And it's something that is constantly growing and changing, which mm-hmm. is exciting. But I think the most amazing thing that I've gotten to see is just how the kids have adapted to it yeah. because it's new for them too. And watching kids worship, leading kids in worship is so different from adults or from youth house or from exchange. How so? It's completely different. Um, with kids, you can tell they're just more attentive mm-hmm. and they can either be way less engaged or way more engaged. Mm-hmm. And you have to approach it just differently in that, um, you know, they are really truly watching you and watching what you're doing and imitating what you're doing. Yeah. More so, I think, than any other aspect in church, which is what's so powerful. But they also approach worship with just this wonder and this excitement, this like, newness yeah. that is so different from someone, let's say, who's been in church, you know, 20 years and is used to it. Like Got this it. is brand new for kids and they're experiencing so many, so much of this for the first time. So it's so cool to see them get excited over new songs or dance moves or, you know, it's like so different and, but exciting. And I think a lot of times you, you see kids that come in and they're a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved, but you put them next to the kids that are like, maybe have been coming here for longer and and know what it's like. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to watch them watch each other and encourage each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're all jumping together and dancing and doing the moves. And so that's so incredible. That's and awesome. it's just, you can see that like childlike wonder <laughs> and that it's just brand new to them Amazing. and it's exciting and they see God in such a different way. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're called to be like children and see the kingdom of heaven like children. And yeah. so it's so cool to watch that because you get to learn from them, which is unreal. That's awesome. That's incredible. You know, I'm going to be honest, you're like just hearing you speak today, I think people are going to hear this and they're going to be inspired um, just because 
you're an amazing person, but I would love to hear if you were to talk to someone who was maybe wanting to get involved in church life mm-hmm. in the sense of volunteering or serving in one way, what would you, what would you say to them? What are the most important things you would try to get across to them? Mm, that's really good. Um, I think what I would say is that for me, serving in the house confirms what I already know, which is that like we're made to serve, mm-hmm. right? We're created to serve. Like it's in our DNA to serve and love on others. And so when I get to come and I get to be a part of the teams here and I get to serve, which is just such an honor and a privilege, I see the promises of God that like when we're called to serve others, like we really do get filled up Mm -hmm. and we get to build each other up and we get to be a part of this community that is so loving. And I think truly like we get glimpses of heaven when we see God's presence through people. Amazing. And that's so powerful. And I think serving, you get to truly see that and you get to be a part of that. And you realize that like, no, this is what I'm made to do. Like you truly realize that this is what we're called to do, which is just to love God and love people. Mm -hmm. And serving in church is the easiest and best way to do that because you see it practically right in front of your eyes. And I would say, you know, something that has, you know, held me back through the years of me serving is, you know, kind of caring what other people think and the perfectionism. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about, like pressures off here, which is such a beautiful thing, is that we don't expect perfection and everyone here is authentic and real and can truly kind of open your eyes to this community that's just loving God and loving people and doing the best we can, but getting to do it together and that you don't have to have it all together to be here. You don't have to have it all together when you serve because we all have strengths and weaknesses in different places and can build each other up and ultimately form this beautiful group that is just there to glorify God. That's amazing. You're a legend. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's really fun. I'm glad. Hopefully you enjoyed that and it encourages you to get involved in serving. Reach out to us if you're interested in getting plugged into a team at info at colonialchurch.life or on the Colonial app or website.